0: Action Park Media.
1: flashbacks. I'm Jessica Hall. And I'm Deanna Stagliano. So Deanna and I went to our Instagram and we put up that little question box and we asked you all to ask us questions so we can answer it here on flashbacks. Deanna, I don't know what kind of questions you got. There are some that are definitely very inappropriate. Um, (laughs) So I may probably even still say them. But it was fun. And it's nice to have people kind of, you know, involved and ask us the questions and kind of feel a part of flashbacks.
0: Yeah, I love that because I feel like people message all the time to say that they like the show. They do. And I really, really enjoy to hear what people have to say. But more importantly, I want to know what they want more of. Yes. I had
1: a lot of Playboy requests. Go figure. And I've covered a lot of it. And I don't know if uh, this person is a first time listener or what exactly they've heard. But some of the questions that they asked, um, I believe I covered, but I can totally, you know, yeah, catch on it again. Quick answers. And I got a couple for you for um, the Bachelorette days. Oh, good. So Lord. I mean, these are flashbacks. So Tiana, would you like me just to jump right into it or should we just... Yeah, we should just rapid fire, I think. All right. All right. I'm going to do the first question. So this question, I, I get a lot like, how do you whiten your teeth? <laughs> it's like, a valid uh... question. You have great teeth. I get that question a lot. And it's because I, you I, have great teeth. I have not whitened my teeth in years. You don't whiten your teeth? I haven't in years. No. But I do use... Give us a
0: good smile. mm mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, I do use a uh, baking soda toothpaste. That's like a, I swear by it, mm. um, or charcoal toothpaste. Yeah, that's the new. That's the new mm-hmm. thing I hear. Yes, and okay. you even drink red wine and you still have and the coffee teeth. All right, this is boring. We sound really boring. Let's get to the good <laughs> stuff. Let's get to the good part. <laughs> okay, Deanna, what was the last combo Diana had with the guy she chose on The
0: Bachelorette? Last combo I had, the guy that I chose on the Bachelorette would have been Jesse Sinsack. And the last combo I had from him was (laughs) stop fucking calling me.
1: You have to elaborate on that, though.
0: Well, it's just because we just had a really awful breakup. Like, I was done. Didn't want to be in the relationship anymore. He cried so much, Jessica. Like, I'm actually not saying, tears? Yeah, I'm not saying a man shouldn't be in touch with his feelings, but like, oh, man, he cried. What do you do when someone cries like that? I just felt so awkward because I'm not a crier. I, not that I don't cry. It just, for me and my family, it was always like, it was almost like a sign of weakness. So I just didn't cry. I just became this hard ass and just didn't cry. And it's It's not that I don't cry. Like, I will totally cry, like, when I'm really, really sad or, like, in the event of death or, like, my children or anything like that. But he would cry um,
1: during the intimate... Okay, stop. I'm sorry. You had a crier during sex. It was the most. Wait, awkward. no, Deanna, we're not leaving it at that. I don't understand.
0: Why would one cry during sex? I, I don't. I don't know. I just think that he was maybe really in touch with his emotions. No, wait. Sorry,
1: got, no. I, I whoa, don't. Whoa, whoa, I don't this know. Is good. I think
0: it was because maybe he was overcome with how much <laughs> he cared about me. Or you maybe, said come. I, maybe I really blew him away. Okay, stop. <laughs> I'm not meaning to be dirty. <laughs>
1: Hold on. Tiana, when you gave— I l- just gave when you, you two and, like I got literally— it, I got it. So when he came, he cried, and when you blew him, he cried. <laughs> oh, my What God. the heck is going
0: on? <laughs> that is so filth. That is just not even how I meant it, but I literally— I, f- I, I, fed just, you that. Yes, I fed you and that. and I'm just going to say it like it is. Yep, um, yep. Wow. I know. So there was a, there was a lot of tears—
1: Um, I would be done too, Deanna. I'm sorry. I know,
0: I know. And so just for me, I didn't just think that maybe he is an emotional person to begin with. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I just had never been. No, Deanna. I know. I just, I'm trying to give a little grace here, but I've never dated a guy like that. And not. How did you get turned on when he's crying? I didn't. And I didn't know what to do. And you can imagine why I was trying to get out of this relationship. There were so many red flags. There were so many red flags. But like, ultimately, like, we were not the same person. He can tell whatever story he wants. But, like, uh, what really happened behind closed doors was the fact that we couldn't fucking stand each other. We fought all the time. He liked to live in the snow, and I, like, hated it hated yeah. it. I tried Breckenridge, and I, I gave it a good shot, but, like, I would just drink a bottle of wine at night and, like, put myself to sleep because I hated it so much there. Like, there was so much about the two of us that just would never work. And so... Yeah. How long did that last? Four, until you realized... Four long months. And that's from the second the show was done. We lasted for four months. You lived with him for four months? No, nope. he put it out there that, like, and this was a, a surprise to me, but we were giving an interview, I think, to, like, Good Morning America or something like that. And they were like, oh, so what are your guys' plans moving Forward, and he was like, Well, we're inseparable now. Like, we're we didn't get to spend a whole lot of time together with the show, so we're gonna spend every waking minute together. And I I still remember thinking, we were holding hands, and I, like, clutched his hand, and I, like, looked at him and was like, sorry, I have my own house. Like, I own my own property, and I have a job. Like, we're going to spend every waking... I don't want to spend every waking minute with anyone that I know. Yeah, I agree. But he wasn't lying. He came...
1: Didn't he have a job? No. Oh, okay. No, I thought he did.
0: <laughs> I thought he was joking when he said he wanted to be a stay-at-home dad. I thought that was a joke. But it's not. Uh, not at the time. I don't... Again, I don't keep up with him now. I don't know what he does. I, like... What made you pick him?
1: I mean, now these are my excellent questions. I'm not. Question, I'm not Jessica. even going to Instagram <laughs> right now.
0: Excellent question. I think ultimately, I picked him on the show. Okay. I know it's tough. A, he was he was a pretty good like liar at the time. I didn't know that he had a girlfriend the whole time he was on the show. I up feel until, like that like, happens a hometown lot. On the yeah, except like now they play it up and they'll like let that be the bomb and let it be part of the show. Okay. And like I did not know. I didn't find out until after we were done filming and I had chosen him. Got it. And then he called me to tell me. Okay. So this whole time while we were filming, I thought he was just being chivalrous by now, like kissing me like the other guys. But it was really because he wanted to be a cheater on his girlfriend. I thought he wow. was being really nice by like you sure giving know how me... to pick them. I Vianna. know. Oh, I, I can't know. say that now because I love. Your I know. Husband. I know. My husband so, yeah. is so great. Yeah. But this was a good learning lesson for me because like had I met Stephen now, then uh, I, I just would not have been ready for that. And Stephen is so great. But Jesse was truly like the worst, and I even like I, ga- I gag a little bit saying his name out loud. But ultimately, like that's what it was. We just weren't compatible, and we had this. Really awful breakup. And when we finally did break up, I went to uh, Colorado to, like, pack up my things and move. And he was like, well, leave some things here. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And, like, all of my snowboarding outfits, my snowboard, my boots, everything, he was like, well, you don't need to take these things. Why don't you just leave them here? And if you ever come back and visit, you could have them. Oh, my gosh. He's, like, holding
1: you hostage.
0: Yeah. Except he wasn't holding me hostage. He just kept my shit and wouldn't give it back to me. When I wanted my snowboard, he was like, it's my fucking snowboard now. All my clothes. I saw girls that he dated afterwards who were like wearing my snowboarding <gasps> outfits and, and riding my board. Wow. Yeah, but ultimately
1: like I hate the snow. So like have at it. It's yeah. yours. Wow. <laughs> I did not know that. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Next question. Well let me ask you a question. We get let's tip for Oh, But for it's for you. Oh, I have my own questions. I know, but this question is for oh, you. Oh, I see. You did it too. Okay, sorry. Yes. We I both,
0: love- for everyone who follows both of us, we both posted to ask that. questions. Yes. So we'll, let's go rapid fire back and forth. Got it. Okay. Uh, this uh, guy has been following me for quite some time, and uh, apparently he listens to the podcast, but not well enough because he'd like to know, are you single? <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's asking just kidding <laughs> wow um you should listen to a few more episodes of flashbacks <laughs> nope nope taken for the last 18 years buddy but you know what thanks for asking yeah okay next question Deanna, do you have a flashback of a ridiculous billboard have you ever been on a billboard Oh yeah. Well, I say that like, oh yeah. Of course I have. Sorry, that came out totally wrong.
0: It's not ridiculous. It was probably one of the most flattering things that have ever happened to me. You know, I have lots of really great memories of being on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. But uh, when my season was airing, I had to go to New York for publicity and rounded the corner in Times Square, and my face was plastered on Times Square. Oh, that's pretty awesome. It was. I have a photo of me somewhere, and my producer was with me at the time, and he's like taking a picture of me, and I'm smiling, and the next one is like, holy shit.
1: I'm on a a billboard in Times Square. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Oh, man. I was only a Bud Light billboard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So
0: it looks like Terry L. Klein responded. And she said, it's not exactly a question, but I just want you guys to know that I love your podcast and I look forward to all the new episodes with you both. You have great vibes.
1: Oh, I like her. Me too. Okay. uh, Question. How is it working in Hollywood at your age? (laughs) (laughs) of us. Feels pretty good to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a little late right now and I'm tired, but like all things aside, I think we're doing well.
1: Yeah. So (laughs) you know what? To have long longevity in Hollywood is a very, very hard thing to do. And like you, Deanna, I started when I was 19. I have done it. Literally, I feel like I've rolled with the Hollywood ways of just from, you know, Playboy to the TV hosting, to MTV, to transitioning from, you know, my age and just being a mom, and then, you know, the influencer space and like just everything, everything has like this transition. And some people give up because it does get hard, like, you know, the judgment or the ridicule or, you know, uh, body shaming, you name it. But I have stayed in it. I feel that I have stayed very strong and very grounded. Yeah, I think so. You've done well. Is, is that all you have done? Is well. that all you have though? Because mine was more elaborate. I don't know because I felt, well, I
0: feel like you truly do have this life in Hollywood. You know, I feel like I'm one foot in, one foot out. You know, I've never... No, but you had it. I don't have it much anymore. Yeah, no. I don't have it much anymore. And and again, the reason why I stopped doing so much TV and stuff in Hollywood is because I hated the, the piece where like everyone was willing to screw over whoever they could to get on top. I just didn't, <laughs> literally.
1: I know, I know, and I just don't— I could have been so much further, so much further in my career if I gave in to a lot of the shit that was handed my way. Yeah. And one day, I will go and just say everything. Names. St- I mean, oh, Diana. And I was—I w- I remember going home and being, I can look at myself in the mirror. I have morals and values. I'm going to keep those, yeah. and I'm going to do it. And you know what? It was hard at times yeah. not getting that job. We're not going here or getting this or that, that, because I— I was like, no, I was, I was so, I stayed true to myself even at a super young age. I just knew it wasn't right. Yeah. I think that's why I just kind of left. Like if something falls into my
0: lap, I still do those things and and I enjoy doing the podcast, but like I have a real job that like people just don't know about, you know? And so for me, when that kind of stuff happened to me about 10 years ago, I was like, what am, what am I doing here? What am I doing? This goes against who I am and my morals and values and it makes me feel dirty and I don't like I don't think I want it that bad you know yeah I enjoy the fun things that I get to do and I love all of those things and and the memories that I have from the shows that I have done but I just don't know that it is something that I am like truly fully pursuing now so to say how us old girls keep up in Hollywood now I'm not (laughs) so sure about that. Good point. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, someone asked, and again, I'm gonna—I'm not even gonna try and spell out this handle. But someone asked if you could uh, specifically vibe and tell them what it was like to meet Hugh Hefner for the first time. And I know you've said this a lot here on the podcast, but like, is there that moment that the first time that you met him, were you blown away? Were you super nervous?
1: Were you like, holy smokes, it's Hugh Hefner? I'm Sil- not wearing a silk. Robe. I have to. I was 18 years old when I first – I was a new 18-year-old going up to the Playboy Mansion. I didn't really know who, who like, Hugh Hefner was. I did, but I didn't. Did I you did, know what I Playboy was? I did, but it was, like, more – because it's always been in, like, the movies, everything you watch. Like, the kids always grab the Playboys, and it's, like, old school, and they would hold it up, and, it would, you know, the centerfold would fall out. Like, yeah. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't really quite understand. You have to – at this point, the mansion was very, like – I don't want to say secretive, but a, Girls Next Door. It was Door, like exclusive, exclusive, right? Like, it was exclusive. I didn't know what I was walking into. So when I was first invited up there, I had no idea what, where, what was going on. And, and this was pre-Girls Next Door. Oh, yeah. Oh, by, okay. By like three years. Okay. So I just turned 18 years old and I go up there and I'm like, what is this magical place? I mean, the grounds alone was just... It was unbelievable. Um, the the kind of people there, the celebs there, the anything you wanted, it was literally just handed to you. Like it was, just, it had this like vibe and this kind of. Old like, – because, I mean, the, the house was, you know, 1972 – built 1972 in like kept it updated. Was it, was it all, like, original? It was. He would – if he had to fix something, he would still replicate it. Oh, sure. He didn't, completely. like – he didn't gut the kitchen and put in quartz. No. It had that old kind of vibe. So you walk in there, you're just like – like, it makes me, like, kind of even, like, sad in a way because I'm just – I miss it. It mm. was so much fun and it was just, like, such a big part of my life that I didn't think, like, a house – would be like something that I would. But it was everything. It became somewhat, you know, the staff, he was so loyal. So the staff stayed for the entire time that I was going up there for like the 10 years of my life, like 12 years of my life. It was the same people. So I just, I knew them all. I'm still friends with a lot of them till this day. Mm -hmm. And it was just like this, this, everyone has their own perspective of what they think. No, there's not people like fucking and doing drugs (laughs) and this, like everyone. I mean, I'm sure there are moments like maybe really late at night or something. I don't know, but I personally personally, never really saw that. Yeah. So cut to my first time meeting him. I didn't even meet him at that first party. I mean it was a massive it was a Midsummer Night Dream Party and it was I mean there's so many people there. But before going into the mansion, like there was a certain list of, you know, some people I can get dropped off or drive up or different parking structures. I was like in the one of the main party, like where all the people were checking in and they checked everything. Like they were very much like if you're coming up to the mansion, it was You mean like they checked your ID? Uh are they like going through your purse looking for weapons. No, 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 no. They uh, <laughs> well no cameras. There was absolutely no cameras. So I would go, you'd go in line, you'd go by your last name, you'd show your ID, they'd give you a bracelet, they would tug on that thing like four times to make sure like that is not coming off. But before even going, you are submitted like a picture. So they take your picture at the mansion to make sure that picture matched your name and on on how you got in. So I got a Polaroid picture taken. I wrote my name and my phone number and I stuck it like in this big box along with like, I don't know, hundreds, like didn't think anything of it. And I'm like, oh, they're just making sure like I am the person that they invited. Does that make sense? So I mean, people get catfish all the time, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I go, I'm having a great time. And then about a week later, I get a phone call from the mansion and saying, half would like to invite you to come up for Sunday fun Day." I'm like, what's Sunday fun day? (laughs) Oh, and that was like the best
0: day to go, right? I mean, several of your friends who have come on the podcast have said that was the most fun.
1: But I didn't know anyone. So I said, "Uh, do I come by myself? Can I bring some? they go, oh, no, no, no. This invite is for you and for you only. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can go. Mom, can I go? Like, (laughs) what's going on? And I remember going up there. I was so shy. I was by myself. I walked up to the bar. That's when I was like trying to pay for my drink. And they were just like, you don't need to do that. And I was like, what's going on? And they brought me over because when you are invited there by Hef, one of the staff will bring you over to officially meet him. You take a photo with him and he's, he thanks you for coming. He's a pure gentleman. And that was it. That was why, pretty Why much do you take start. a photo with him? He just loves it. Hef had a whole entire huge room that was just pictures and uh, scrapbooks. And he did it himself, a lot of it. And he would print that photo. And when you would come back, he would hand it to you and say, thank you for coming last week. And it's a photo of him and I. I am... Deanna. it makes me so mad. Do you still have that photo? I was... I cannot find half of my photos. I was just a young girl, bubbly, having up there, like thought. At the time, I had no idea what I was able to do. Like Mm -hmm. being able to go up there anytime I wanted. Like all I had to do is send an email or a phone call and I was allowed to go. So I didn't... have been
0: so fat. I mean, just like thinking because... You're like, oh, wait, you can wait. eat and drink whatever you want. Like I would yeah. just go over there and be like, oh my God, could I have like because they had personal chefs, didn't oh, they? Oh yeah. You can have whatever you want. Oh my want. God. I'd be like, oh, I'm here for breakfast. I'll totally have like a bacon, egg, and cheese. And then when lunchtime but, rolled around, I'd be like, mm, maybe some chicken fingers. Oh yeah. And, some no. ranch.
1: and you did do that. And then you'd like opt for like some bolognese for dinner. I got the job for MTV and I was living like in this like shithole apartment. And I would love going up there because it was like the only time I would eat. I'm 19 18, 19 years old and I'm going up there on the weekend. And, and you're also um, not like wealthy at that time. I remember gosh, yourself no, I at 18, nothing. 19 years old. We were like living paycheck no. to paycheck. So the fact that I was able to go up to the mansion <laughs> and literally just be treated so amazing. And, you know, yes, there was a lot of girls there. There's some cattiness here and there. But I never, I never really got involved in that. Like I never dated. And all the girls were trying to go for the same celebrity guy or kind of dating this or that. I just kind of stayed away from it. And I dated like one celeb guy and that was like a weird, you know, well, so we You of the have girls. to tell us his name now. I've talked about it. Fred Fred Durst. I dated him for a second it's all good I don't he was a great guy he was fantastic but I saw like the girls were like and I go oh okay that's how this works all right cool and I just back away from things like I just was like okay and I never dated anyone else up there because then eventually like what two years later I met Kyle and 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 half was so generous and let him come up and everything worked out for the best I guess (laughs) with the mansion I don't really know what the question was again oh how I met half so yes I have not A bad thing to say about the man. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, your turn. Let's see. Let's see. (laughs) (laughs) My brother-in-law. Have you done mushrooms before? Thank you, Lane, for um, (laughs) trying to uh, answer on my... Lane knows my answer. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, This one... Body shaming, skinny or big, body shaming someone who's skinny is just as bad. What is your take on body shaming?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would totally agree. I think body shaming across the board, it doesn't matter, oh my gosh, age, weight, size. I just, all of it, right? You could walk down and be like, oh my God, that girl's far too skinny. Like,
1: it's the same thing as saying, oh my gosh, that girl's far too fat. Like, yes. But I think that's what we do uh, here on Flashbacks a lot. We do kind of, I think we're we're girls, girls. Like we're sitting yeah. here and we, I have told you about jobs that I've been fired from because I, my physique, well, I keep saying that because I'll never forget that email. I was like, oh, what does physique mean? What are they saying? And he's <laughs> like, oh gosh, <laughs> Jessica, sit down. He's like, you know, my dad. I'm like, what? And he goes, you just got fired for, I mean, he would like p- tell me, because I was like, what well, would just do, just tell me flat out. Like, and you know what, it just ugh, it makes you so mad to think like today. Nobody would do that. Nobody would. And now it's like – it still happens to this day. I think it still happens, but I think we're finally – Barely. I I think we're finally moving
0: into an era where, you know, even when you're looking at some of the supermodels, like, there was so much over the last, like, five, six, seven years where where people were shaming brands and, like, high-end designers for only choosing girls who were, like, 110 pounds in size zeros. And 5'10". Yeah. Right? I mean, like, there has been so much change and involving going on when it comes to – things like that and i also just think that we're in an era too where when you look at like the decades like the 90s like everyone was like goth and like super thin and then you move into like you know now we're in this like this kim kardashian phase yeah. where everybody's okay with like women having this womanly body you know it's the same thing like in the 60s and look at marilyn monroe she was a size 10 she was a size 10
1: and she looked amazing and she looked
0: amazing you know, But know she
1: was the very first cover of playboy 1952 I think I did know Mm -hmm. that.
0: I think I did know that. But I'm just saying like there has always been like this evolution going on with weight and your body and women's bodies in particular. And I just think now we're in this place where people are learning to be more accepting of everyone around them. And maybe that's because of, you know, more LGBTQ. Maybe, you know, we're just moving into a place where we're more accepting of other people and and like – Who has the time to, like, walk around and point out everybody else's flaws anyway? You know, I like the old saying. I know. I like the old saying that uh, when you point your finger, there's always three more pointing back at you. So, like, what does that say about you if you're like, oh, you're constantly, you know, depicting someone else's physical or mental abilities, whatever that looks like, or their physical appearance? Like, what does that say about you? But people
1: did that back in the day. I mean, I could recall even... People still do it now, I'm sure. It's just... I I just feel like it's not as bad. Like, when I scroll through my feed, I see women with... Huge followings like showing their cellulite or showing their stomach and saying, you know, it's just, and again, on all levels, like, do you, you know, whatever works for you, whatever makes you feel confident, do it. And I do, I I like seeing that women supporting women because I feel like Mm -hmm. that wasn't the, I mean, you got to understand too, I came from a world of so many beautiful women. You know, with Playboy, like I constantly and I never really looked at them like, oh, I wish I looked like that or I did that. I never had that. I was just I was content with myself, you yeah. know, and I, and I appreciate beautiful women. And I have always got along. Like I I praise them. Like if I see a, a beautiful girl, I'm like, hey, you look great today. Like I just I'm always saying that because I think that it's one thing to say, oh yeah, support women, but it's another thing to actually do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next if question. You're right. Um. Well, I'm going to ask this one because we're coming up on the holidays and somebody would like to know what your holiday traditions are. Uh. Well, every year I make one, but then I don't do it the following year. So technically <laughs> I don't have any traditions, but I do try. I do oh, try. Oh,
0: Don't you spend Christmas Day with your family? Not your this mom? year.
1: <laughs> You're not this year? No, this year I am going to make, I am going to do, I, my family, I have so many siblings. Everybody does like kind of what they want or, and I feel like me and Kyle and the kids are always going from A to B to mm-hmm. C and we're like the only one's doing it and i was like you know what i am tired it's especially after this year i think it was a lot of making up to do for 2020 and this last half of 2021 i'd just been so busy so i just me and the family are going to go up to mammoth for three four days just the four of us that'd be so great i'm sorry the five of us lane's coming too um but we, <laughs> we are the family yes the family but we are gonna just do things like up there we're just gonna do something different this year That'll be so great. Yeah. That'll be good for you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Good. So it's not a tradition, so I'm probably not gonna do that again the following year. I just this year I just feel like I need it. So yeah. Uh, it's the first time I'm actually putting myself first and not being like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, drive here and go there and do this. Like, I mean, my sister does what she does, my brother does it. I mean, everyone does, you know, what works for their family. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try that this year, It'll and I'm going to do it because your kids are old enough now. They're going to start remembering
0: these holidays. Like, they're yeah. going to start remembering the things that you guys do, and this will be a really important time for you guys to be together for
1: Christmas. I think my only tradition that I do consistently every year for the last six years is the cabin every Fourth oh. of July. That is my tradition, and that is something. That's a holiday tradition. Fourth of July. It is. It is. So there you go. I do. (laughs) I absolutely love it's. Oh, everything about that—it's—it's it's the best. Okay, what about you? Why are you just smiling,
0: looking like that? I don't know. I—I I don't know. I never really—you don't have like, traditions. I, I, we do, we do. Actually, um, Christmas was never my favorite holiday. Uh, Thanksgiving always was, just because my mom died when I was so young, and like Christmas just kind of sucked at my house after that. And then, um, so Thanksgiving, I like to eat, so it feels very fitting that that was my favorite holiday. But Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday? I love it. Well, I love to eat. Like that shouldn't I know, that's surprise like... you.
1: So <laughs> there's my, nothing to it. There's no lead up to. it. Well,
0: like. Oh, there is for me because all of my like Greek family would get together and everybody would come in before Thanksgiving. So it wasn't just like a day because okay. we, none of us lived nearby. So it would turn into like a four or five day kind of thing where everybody stayed. Oh, so I you'd like have that. Thanksgiving day, but we'd all be in the kitchen, like cooking and being together. And then on Thanksgiving day, we would start with Bloody Marys in the kitchen and like rolling out domades and making all of the stuff, the Greek stuffing and everything for Thanksgiving day. Oh, I see. Okay, And That's... then the day after would be like our baking day where my, Yaya would be telling everybody what to do and baking all of these things, and then we have a spoon championship, which is it's a card game. Have you never played spoons? I think so. So the Pappas family has a uh, championship every year. And if you're not married into the family, you may not take the spoon home. But you can play. But if okay. you win it, whoever is the in, the family member gets to keep the spoon. If you are married in, you're considered an outlaw. And you, if you win the championship, you may take the spoon. But it has to stay in the household of the Pappas family member, right? Got it. So spoons is a card game where you have to get four of a kind. And so we, because there's a lot of us Pappases, okay. you, we, would, we would break us off into brackets and everybody would say, at different tables and you sit in a row where the dealer starts with a deck of cards and you start with four in your hand. You may only have four cards in your hand at a time, but you are aiming to get four of a kind, whatever that card is. Okay. So you start, the dealer begins, you go as fast as you possibly can, right? As you're taking cards, you always have to discard one. Oh, So if yes. you pick up one, uh-huh. you may only ever have four in your hand at a time. You have to discard and you start passing. Well, we're all going really fast because you want to get the four of a kind. Now, in the center of a table are the spoons, and there is always one less spoon than the amount of people at the table. So if there is eight, oh. which is usually what we did, because I have like I have like 14 cousins, all the aunts and uncles would play. Like it was a whole thing. Uh, we actually, I have to find a photo because we have this giant like metal spoon, and it is the trophy.
1: Oh my god. It's, it's a
0: whole thing. Like think friends what did they do something. So anyway, it's uh, one less spoon than it is everybody at the table. And once you get four of a kind, you will try to slowly, quietly grab a spoon. Now, everyone else at the table has to grab a spoon because the person who doesn't get a spoon is out. They're literally out of the tournament. Gosh, you guys are hardcore. So it has come down to like bloody knuckles as we are like fighting over this spoon. And the first year that Steven went home with me for Thanksgiving, when we were only engaged, he actually won. It got down to him and my sister, and he
1: actually won.
0: But everybody threw... a big stink because he was not allowed to take the spoon home.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that! Yeah, oh, I love that. You didn't play that this year? No, he didn't
0: go home for Thanksgiving this year. And the oh, spoon yeah. tournament is a Papa's family tradition. I love it. So okay. we haven't been able to play for some time. I think we played uh, last year for my um, Poppy's funeral because it was uh, unfortunately it was the only time we were all together. And I can't remember which cousin won, but it was a it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Okay, I'm pass okay. That I believe on to our you. Children. I believe you. I love it. Um, this one is what is a funny memory involving your family? Do you have a, anything funny involving your family?
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, God, yeah, I a mean, million. Yeah. I mean, have you met my sister? I know. Like, yeah. I, I, I cannot. That's That's like a wide, like, I can't. I can't just think of something off my head. I mean, there are so many. I can't. I can't. I can't think. Okay. I can't. Um, I'm usually really good off the cuff, but I can't because there are so many and I'm trying to think what's appropriate and what's not right now.
0: I have a funny memory with my family at my wedding. This just is fresh on my mind because we watched our wedding video recently and we were showing it to the kids because a lot of my bridesmaids, the kids know, and a lot of the groomsmen, my kids know. And we were showing the dance part now that you've seen us break a move. Oh, I've seen. I saw it. I actually think it's called Bust a Move. Oh, whatever. I was going with it, (laughs) Tiana. I was going with it. Uh, They did. A groomsman dance, yeah, and we had a large wedding party. There were like 10 of us. Oh, wow! I know, and none of these guys, it's on YouTube, you can still find it, but none of these guys. Can dance. Only Stephen and Michael can dance really well. So they went in a few days before to Atlanta and had their bachelor party. And Stephen and Michael choreographed this dance that they would all do together. And so he's got all these friends who literally cannot hold a beat when you watch. Their cousin Joey could. Yeah. And uh, they've got like costumes. They do quick changes at the reception. Sorry. And it comes my brother's time to perform. And like, I love my brother. He loves to dance. He thinks he's a really great dancer and he's a pretty good dancer. Pretty good. But they put him on the part of the slow part of the dance and he comes out. Everyone's squatting down and when the song releases, they all like do sprinkle fingers and stand up and my brother is revealed and he's wearing this one-sided pink tutu and like his like huge man boob is hanging out and he's wearing like a tutu skirt and it's it's this whole onesie and he starts fluttering around like a ballerina and dancing and Michael's in one too, but he's like super thin and then this other guy and they go to lift up my brother and they can't. So he kind of like collapses is over. And <gasps> I know. And this then, is your wedding day. Yeah. It was very funny. And that then sounds my funny. brother wore that pink tutu uh, for the rest of the night and everybody kept being like, your nipple is hanging out. Like, put your nipple away. And I don't know why I just thought it was so funny. No, that, it, that is
1: kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking man boob right now. It's, you know, uh, here's, here's kind of a funny story. When I first met my husband, so I met him like in kind of pass. I, I didn't want to meet him. I had You're, a... You had burritos on the mind. Yeah, like I was at this the car wash on Sunset Boulevard and right next to it was a Baja Fresh, which I think neither of them are there anymore. Gosh, it just aged me again. But I walked over to Baja Fresh to grab like just the car, you know, takes a half hour. So I was like, oh, I'm going to grab some food. He was there in line and he was kind of like I could tell he was like looking at me, but I'm like, okay, whatever. And he said something and I cannot remember. But the good thing is, is I'm 20 years old and I gave Gave everyone my number, like everybody. <laughs> so I ended up giving him my number that night. But I vaguely remember anything more. Like, I, I yes, I was like, oh, yeah, he's cute. I knew nothing about this guy. I, keep in mind, there's no social media. I'm not stalking him. I'm just you like. You didn't look at him and think he's the Abercrombie guy? No, I was just like, oh, yeah, he's cute. Like, no, I didn't. I just, I was, it, I wasn't that mindset. So cut to, um, oh, because he did tell me. He was like, uh, he was kind of talking to me. And I worked at Miyagi's at the time. Miyagi's is, is like, I don't think it's, it's gone, isn't it? But
0: yeah, I don't think Damn it's that it! Kind of- I don't think it's so. It was also
1: on my saddle ranch. It was like this huge hotspot on Sunset Boulevard. And so I think I mentioned I had to have mentioned that. Tattoo, he's called me a couple times. I never answered. Like I just, <laughs> just you know, she was busy. I'm 20. Like I just was <laughs> flaky. I think any. So I met Miyagi's and in comes this guy. And at the time I had no idea who he was. And I was like, hi. And he goes, It's Kyle. Hey, nice to see you. And I was like, oh, hi. And I was like looking at him. I'm like, gosh, I just this didn't look. Quite like Kyle, but I was like, all right, you know. And he sits by himself at a booth and he's just kind of hanging out. I was like, (laughs) this guy is so odd, not into him whatsoever. And again, saying, and you were attracted to him when you first met him, yeah. I was like, I was like, "Eh, I'm just not into it, just not into this guy. So he was just doing a couple, like, I don't know, just something fell off. So I went back with my old, like, Nextel phone and I'm like doing ABC detects this Kyle back. And I was like, hey, are you at? Miyagi's, and he writes what da, da da something, and I can't remember. And I walked out, and it was his identical twin brother. And he looked at me, and he's totally hitting on me. By the way, this whole entire time. <laughs> and Lane goes, "Uh, why?" He's like, "Oh, okay, so cats out of the bag." You know, my brother's calling, yelling at me, being like, bub, you know, just stopping uh, a at weirdo. Him. Lane, yes. How weird is that, though? Identical twins pulling some shit on me not necessarily Kyle and he was like apologetic about it he's like oh my gosh I'm so sorry he's like I told him I was talking about you and he just clearly went in and I was like you guys are twisted don't ever call me again <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any part of this kinky shit that the two of you are doing and it was just one of those moments that I just remember being like okay um yeah and I don't know how I Kyle was very persistent on calling and just you know like let's go out let's go out and I do remember when I went on my first date with him it was I was just shy a couple days of turning 21 I think at this moment and i came off another date he was my second <laughs> date of the night and i just remember being like Ugh. I just met the guy I'm going to marry, and I was so young. And I just remember at that moment being like, "It just took that one date." But Lane, hell no, sorry Lane, Lane <laughs> has a hard pass. Isn't that so funny? People say that all the time. They're like, "When you date uh,
0: identical twins, and you know, again, Stephen is an identical twin as well, but which is so strange." I know that you and I are
1: friends. And I know. Yeah,
0: people will always say, and I imagine they've said this to you before. They're like, "Oh, how do you tell them apart? Or are you attracted to both of them?" Like all that whole line of questions that people give to you. Like, a, do you get them mixed up? People. People ask me that all the no, time. And I'm like, well, No, to me, they don't look anything alike. Yeah, and I'm the same. they act different. 100%. And then people will say, are you attracted to both of them?
1: No, 100%. I mean, I don't think Michael is unattractive. I'm just saying I'm not attracted to Michael. No, but it, you know what's crazy? I think your twins look so much more alike than Kyle and Lane. I, I think you're right. I think yes. Stephen and Michael
0: look a lot
1: alike. Like, yes. they have the, same,
0: and the they, same hair. They wear the same hair. And they hair. sound alike. Yeah. And Lane, Lane is definitely much thinner than Kyle. Are they identical Lane. twins? Yes, they're identical. Yeah. I, w- I, I would agree with you. I think that they, they look change a lot They change up. When I
1: first, first met them at the early age, they looked so much alike. I just think, like, different lifestyles and different, like, career paths, all that, they just kind of, they look different. But mm. they do, And the end of the day, like, they are a lot alike. I know it sounds weird because you know them both. But the- Sure, like their core values and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, it's yeah, that's just one uh, funny story that I have about dating a twin. Yeah, twins people are ask crazy me all the time. Do you get, a, Why do you get you them? Why would you be attracted? First of all, it's a weird thing to say, though. Are you no. attracted to both? Like, no. hey, sometimes when I do Q and As with the twins on my Instagram, people are like, "Oh, you know, would you ever?" And I'm like, "Ew, ew, ew!" On so many levels, like inappropriate people. This yes. is my brother. That is weird, brother-in-law, yeah. but very, very strange. Still slightly incestual. Yes! Oh, my gosh. All right. I We just we just <laughs> twisted this. Uh, I want to thank you all for uh, DMing us. Emmy? Does that make sense? DMing, DMing us. D- thank you for messaging us. That's better. On Instagram, <laughs> uh, the questions, those were a lot of fun. Maybe we'll do it again. And for all the really nice comments I got, I don't know about you, Deanna, but I got so many people being like, I have no question. I just want to say I love it. I want you guys to do it twice a week. You know what? We, we get in here as much as we possibly can. And I think this might be the last episode until the new year. So. <laughs> i oh want to gosh. thank
0: you shall we start like ringing in the new year right now
1: no i think we should like come in here and just be, like re let's just let's do flashbacks to a whole new level in 2022 yeah i think that because I've, this year you kind of came in halfway through and now it's like no
0: i looked back the first time i recorded with you were you a guest or recorded a, but you were saying oh i want to try you out as a maybe a co-host uh-huh. i was a guest co-host my very first it was back in march was it really? It was back in March. Yes. My first photo, and even for some reason, because I got a new iPhone, I was looking back at my photos, and it's this really pretty shot that whoever was shooting pictures that day took of me, and you and I are looking at each other and having a conversation, and I have my hands like crossed, and you sent it to me, and you were like, this is a really pretty shot of you in the studio, and that was the first time that we ever recorded.
1: Wow. Yeah, the two of okay. us together. Yeah, I love it. So that was March. Okay. Makes I sense, know. I like it. So you're coming up on, you'll be a year My soon? My one-year anniversary? Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, Deanna and I will talk about this later. Sorry. All right, maybe we should just have another party. <gasps> we should have another party to celebrate our one-year anniversary. We should, or the 100th episode, because that's going to come up. We're at like 70-something right now. Wow. I think the 100th. 100, 100, Why <laughs> can't I talk? <laughs> I can't talk. You think I'm drinking right now. Um. Anyways, I'm not, but I'm about to. All right, this is Flashbacks. I'm Jessica Hall. I'm Deanna Stagliano. back.